Hello and welcome to today's uh, DKI Anime Podcast. I'm your host, uh, Neo Ivan from Neo Ivan Gaming, as Joel is, uh, he has absconded away over to Akon, and when Joel is away, the mice will play. <laughs> but uh, joining arson, me... Arson! <laughs> oh, always arson. Don't tell Joel. But uh, joining us alive is our usual um, host, uh, Jace. How you doing, buddy? Uh, tired, but uh, still alive. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. And uh, we also have a special guest with us. Uh, he is D-Man, D-Myth. We hope to make him legendary eventually. Mario Bueno. I love how you're saying, don't tell Joel about the arson. Meanwhile, D-Boss is sitting here <laughs> listening to you talking about D-Arson. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Great to be here. Hello, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Obligatory. <laughs> Always <laughs> obligatory. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, so, yeah, we are smack dab in the middle of the season. Um, <laughs> and some of us have been too tired or too busy to watch anime. I know a lot of us are actually these days. Exhaustedly raise his hand. <laughs> like it barely get arm up. <laughs> mm, I have not. No, it's nothing to do with a video game that came out a couple weeks ago. Shush. <laughs> so, uh, no, so something about uh tears and and uh and uh a man named zelda i don't know uh, <laughs> there are other video games there are other video games more relevant uh at at the time of the recording dropping this weekend was uh street fighter 6 and we will talk about fighting in anime combat sports specifically later on but uh anybody else watch anything else recently i i just wrapped up doro hidoro actually and Ooh. hope that it gets a second season um actually I did, sorry to use that that phrase i did I, I am a partial liar because i did watch at least 20 minutes of oshinoko uh right oshinoko uh, the one. yes oshinoko yeah, yeah oshinoko. The, uh, and then i started playing a drinking game with that anime. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh that's this is a bad idea. <laughs> oh, no. I was going to say, it's a terrible idea. <laughs> terrible idea with that. Oh, One was... of my friends is reading the manga, and she's just like, this is amazing. You need to read it. I'm like, when the season is over, then I will start reading the manga. <laughs> because I will have the inevitable, like, you know, post-anime rash of, I need more. <laughs> How does the story go? I still can't believe how good that show is with the ridiculous amount of stuff that is the foundation of that narrative. Like the best way I can describe it. Um, uh, do you, do you remember a couple of seasons back? Uh, the detective is already dead. I know if I'm, uh, Joel I'm, was here, he definitely would because he, yeah, he I'm, I'm kind of staring face planted at the end of the, the season. Staring kind of blankly because like, literally 2010 through 2020 was was my time skip arc <laughs> all right fair enough um so so the the reason i bring this show up that was a show that i i, I joked the production committee was probably just a room full of people throwing out all these ideas and they said screw it we're just gonna do all of them how Yes. <laughs> so it, it starts off with an, an interesting mystery. They start to slow burn how we got to the point where the titular detective, Siesta, one of the best girls of that year, by the way, um, was was dead by the point in the story that we join uh, the main character in the present. 
it was just such a discombobulated mess. Like they couldn't decide if they wanted to be the aliens meme, you know, the history channel aliens meme, <laughs> or if they wanted to have Mecca or if they wanted to have superpowers. Um, they just decided again, yes. <laughs> and the reason I bring that up, they, there was so much in there. That's like, it just caved in under the weight of its own concept. Wow. Oshinoko, for all intents and purposes, should have just folded at the reincarnation element. Oh, by the way, also, it starts off like this. And then it turns into this. It's like, this shouldn't work. On no planet should this have worked. But it's so good. <laughs> it is the. It, it is legitimately the must-see that everybody It's kind it of was. a birdie wing type situation where it's like, this shouldn't work. Yet it does. But I'm so glad it does. The difference is though. <laughs> the difference birdie, is birdie wing. I I didn't feel the the same level of how is this going to come together because it's fairly straightforward even with golf mafia. Like golf mafia, pretty ridiculous. But you can kind of see where they're going. Oshinoko, it's just like, wait, you started off where and then you're going, huh? What? <laughs> Nani? <laughs> like what's I mean, going on that- here? Like, like I said, a coworker of mine was reading it, told me about it before I went to Anime Boston. I saw the premiere episode before it made it to High Dive, uh, you know, about half a week before it uh, it aired. And uh, I was like, yeah, the hype is real. So uh, like this, this, it is simply something where it's like, you can sit through that first episode like it's a prequel movie kind of almost. And then the show just kind of takes it off in a different direction, kind of like watching episode zero of Witch, uh, Witch from Mercury and then yeah. watching the rest of Witch from Mercury. Um, that's, that's a great way to put it, because it really did feel like kind of a, a prologue, a, a very extended prologue. Yeah. Like if they had just made that a as feature a length movie, prologue. Yeah. If that was just a standalone <laughs> movie. It's like, please yeah. shoot the sequel into my veins right away. And <laughs> I, I was going to say, like, and it's the whole that, rest of the series. <laughs> it reminded me of Perfect Blue, and that's what drew me in so hard, dude. Thank like, you. Oh, the, yes. The, the other thing that makes this so amazing and why, you know, when you when you realize where it starts and where it's going. Um, and I, I know you've mentioned it in our Discord over in the anime thread in particular, Jace. Uh, how much... Uh, of of a deconstruction of the Japanese idol industry, this yeah. particular show is, and just showbiz in general. Like, yeah. oh, a lot the of this fact, cuts so deep. If you are the, in entertainment in any, well, especially in a performative capacity. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, I think what also hit hardest recently too with it was, uh, of course, uh, there there was an arc that very much, and I'm so glad somebody wrote an article on it. Very much was ripped from the headlines of the Japanese entertainment industry, um, the unfortunate uh, suicide of the uh, Joshi wrestler, Hana Kimura. Um, yeah, yeah. A few I years saw, ago. I saw the, a bunch of things about that, and I was like, wow, they they went there with this? Like, whew. Yeah, you know, but at the same time, if they didn't go there with it, with this show, you know, I, I would be I would actually be calling them out on it and saying that they were pulling punches like, you know, oh, we're going to start off with having an obsessive fan murder an idol. And we're not going to go into some of those other darker places that the entertainment industry can go with, with mental health and, and stuff like that. Like, nah, come on. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And, and that's the nice thing about this show, uh, because of the way that it's established itself uh, once once the 
I guess you could say the darkness kind of tinges the show. They are free to explore uh, this this you know more uncomfortable subject matter, and they've handled yeah. it at least up to the point that I saw. They handled it surprisingly well. <laughs> Plus, and, now I have a new this song. Is, this is the same mangaka that gave us friggin' Kaguya-sama. <laughs> like, her, her face that always stares at you when you are watching us live <laughs> as we record this. Like, that is, that is how I always feel at the end of an episode of Oshinoko. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I will wow. say, Just dead on the inside. It's amazing, but I'm dead on the inside. <laughs> when the comedy hits in that show, though, it is meme-worthy because uh, there there have now been two things that have caught me off guard that had me going, wow, I didn't expect to see this in YouTube, like, taken completely out of context into weird edits. Yep, yep. <laughs> so, so Ariba Kana, and then uh, now, what's, what's actually been added to my workout playlist, the uh, freaking... Uh, P.O. P.O. Let's do it. P.O. P.O. Let's do it. P.O. P.O. Let's do it. I can't wait to get caught up on the show so I can actually have some context for that because I keep seeing that and I'm like, oh, my God, what I, is this madness? <laughs> right. It's it's been added to my my playlist of dumb songs that get me motivated in the gym. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saw point. you uh, mentioning uh, Onigai Muscle and I'm like, you know what? This feels like it could go very well together. <laughs> they knew what they were doing when they set the scene literally in front of a green screen in the show. Oh they knew God. what they were doing because now people are editing it into everything. <laughs> they're, they're playing 4D chess with this show, I swear. <laughs> it is... It is beautiful, and at least this is giving like a lot of people an, a bit of an insight just into that idle mindset in general. Because sometimes those of us like into VTubers, like people who are into VTubers, might not understand the obsessive idle parasocial uh, Japanness that goes around with that. That the VTubers unfortunately have inherited from starting off as the idea of being virtual idols rather than streamers <laughs> oh yeah it's it's like next level for them because it's like you're, you're already projecting fantasies onto this idol and then they are a, a literal 2d waifu you know my giant asterisk 3d model but <laughs> i mean you know, it, 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 at least uh it, it, it's least... just like oh no two levels of projection and parasocial relationship they they are literally your dream waifu oh no at least this mm -hmm. is doing it better, better justice than uh Mother's Basement throwing uh, the Kizuna Eye anime right under the bus in his dumpster uh, now, video this this season. I, I, Apparently I, it was that I believe bad. I saw you in our Discord anime thread uh, mentioning the, the Kizuna Eye anime. Uh, could, could we get some quick takes, assuming that you haven't already covered it in previous episodes? Because <laughs> I, I, I got to hear this live. I completely skipped it. <laughs> Because there were so many freaking shows, and upon seeing his review of it in his, uh, his, his, uh, his, usually I watch I watch his reviews of like what to watch, and then what is the guilty pleasure or dumpster type shows, and it was the highlight. He highlighted the Kizuna Eye anime at the end of his thing, as wow. like. Yeah, like, it's like, you know, you have your isekais, you have your, I can't believe it's not isekais. No, like, this thing got a special mention for being just bad. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. How do you screw up one of the most 
popular things right now in otaku culture vtubers and you screw it up as an anime with the original vtuber mind you as the selling point (laughs) you know i mean like normally i and, and the amazing thing is i don't think i'm watching anything actually on his trash list on top of it all normally i'm watching like two three four shows on that list and they're all you know guilty pleasure type things especially i will continue to call out beast tamer that show could go so wrong and be so etchy no it was extremely wholesome and he was Hmm. he was correct in calling it out for being a dumpster like with a like perfectly set he he described it as like a dumpster filled with like build-a-bear plush perfectly sized <laughs> mm-hmm. in the shape of your body to conform to you mm-hmm. like, it was a cozy show and i'm like but this time around no i'm i i think i might be watching maybe only one of those dumpster shows and the keys in the eye one ouch <laughs> like well okay so, then i mean yeah, it is very but, true that um or i know co uh it I made the uh, the reference to uh, how easy this could be uh, for um, VTubers and the idol because they are, even though they, they play video games and that's how they start, they are basically just idols. They're another form of the idol industry. And um, it's, I do appreciate, even though I've only watched like 20 minutes of the 90-minute the movie, I appreciate everything that they're calling out of the idol industry in general because, oof, that is... Uh, that's quite rough. But um, what other anime has everyone watched before we get uh, too deep into just uh, the amazing show that that is? I mean, I do plan to watch it. I just need to not play a drinking game. <laughs> no, that's fair. I mean, I'm, I'm also fair. going uh, real deep into that one because uh, right before I had to, you know, put all my subscription on uh, to all my subscriptions on pause, ironically, because the summer means anime conventions, which means anime convention work, which means I have no time to watch anime ironically (laughs) see also why we are short joel today (laughs) because that's going to be me next weekend uh at at animate ohio so that's going to be fun uh ohio Ohio. Ohio. (laughs) and and the best part is i I actually have to uh write up panels about anime and i'm like oh my god (laughs) like i I can't watch anime because i'm preparing panels about anime this is my life for the next i know summer feeling that is that is the worst form of inception i have ever heard yep yep but anyway, that's that's why I was going hard on uh, Oshinoko just now, because that was one of the last things I got to catch up on before, before um, hitting pause. Uh, I, I what, did, what about uh, you, Jace? I did manage to get... Uh, I, I'm hoping that maybe I planted the seeds in uh, Bonsai Pop's uh, head to check out Magical Destroyers, because uh, it, it, it seems very much in his wheelhouse uh, to watch this show and review it. Uh, his his videos talking about anime and uh, the anime industry. He refers to anime as punk rock cartoons, um, and there are many anime that do not fit that mold of when you think animation in the United States. You think you know Looney Tunes and Disney, and it's like anime is like the exact opposite. It is counterculture because anime is literally an art style and entire, you know, culture. So it's like, I tagged him on Twitter going, 
why does it feel like this entire show was like a lost trigger anime designed off of Bonsai Pop's uh, musings on what anime is? <laughs> to which it was like, I'm I'm going to have to check this out now that you've called me out on this. I'm like, excellent. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you you had uh, another show to mention? Um, well, an anime adjacent, uh, but I'm Tish. Uh, I saw Shin Kamen Rider in theaters. Uh, with, uh, yes. At the time of this recording, there is an encore showing on Monday. Uh, so one more day in theaters, Monday, June 3rd, 7 p.m. Eastern, um, with tickets available through uh, Fathom Events. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag please sponsor us, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they sponsor podcasts to... Uh, review uh events for things like that but it would be cool for us to get free tickets to go check out like an anime event or something like that uh for a one day show Uh, they they, they've been very good about their uh, exclusive events in general and especially for anime uh because i i uh, got to work with some some folks uh from the executive level there uh at um project anime a few years back uh because again they've been really championing a lot of anime screenings like uh, for example, the Don Machi movie. Uh, mm. I say that because I see, you know, Hestia on the screen here. So that just reminded me that if I recall correctly, <laughs> that was a Fathom uh, presentation. So uh, a, a whole bunch of anime screenings that we've been fortunate to see over the past few years uh, increasingly has been because of Fathom uh, adding anime events to their their offerings. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and she- it, it, it's great you brought up Shin Kamen Rider uh, because, you know, as you said, anime adjacent. Hideaki Anno can completing his Shin trilogy of, of throwback uh, tokusatsu <laughs> yeah. through, through uh, the lens of, of one of anime's most prolific creators. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, also speaking of Hideaki Anno, I just saw literally like two hours ago, uh, Spider-Verse two. I saw that uh, and yes. glad to say Penny Parker has a cameo in the movie with a proper spider mech that looks like the one from the actual comic. So yes, you very briefly get to see spider Ava. Nice. So So (laughs) yeah, yeah. (laughs) That kind of ties in like everything that, uh, you know, it's, it was a movie, uh, movie week for me, less than anime. Um, that and lots of Zelda, uh, for me, I've been, I've been just grinding away in that game and kind of trying not to be a completionist, but at the same time, it's impossible for it's me to not too hard that not part to. of my brain off. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I wanted to also bring up a piece of news that I think perfectly segues into our main topic of the day. Uh, cause it is an anime that I have brought up on a similar topic, uh, about two years ago. Um, so it was announced this week that, the, the good folks at Discotech Media who continue to do the Lord's mm, work yes. are going to be releasing the complete dubbed Ultimate <laughs> Muscle Kaniku Man Legacy anime. Fresh <laughs> out was, the Fox box. Oh, I was so excited. <laughs> With my Ultimate rice, I like muscle. to eat some cow, cow, cow. <laughs> that, oh, that, that, that was such a fever dream because since I was just still in my early years of anime fandom, I yeah. barely knew what Kinikuman was. Like I barely remembered muscle. Uh, you know, the, the, the little figurines. The little 
eraser ish figurines. Yeah. 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 And I had never played the game uh, for the NES either. So like I yeah. knew nothing about Kanikuman. I'm I like, have oh, no okay. clue I guess about it like, either. Uh, I guess this is like a sequel to a long running franchise. Boy, howdy was it as I would learn later on as a, <laughs> an older, wiser Mario. Um, but given that it was coming out during what was effectively the last peak of of uh attitude era going into uh the ruthless aggression era of professional wrestling mm, like that boom yes. period oh it hits so well <laughs> like they they knew what they were doing when they made the anime in japan and the dub just did everything right to really so the, appeal the to DMP. the wrestling fan yeah yeah <laughs> like they knew what they were doing when adapting it it was it was one of the rare four kids dubs that was just so on point um and, and I it's love getting the a, names. Yeah. I love the names. Kevin Mask. They had so much fun with that too. I mean, like, I for something done by four kids, I'm shocked that there was a character named Dick Dick Van Dick. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I'm surprised they didn't like find some sort of weird, like Deary Mick, like, you know, Elkenstein or something. Like yeah well I'm, I'm pretty sure some of that was probably like also in the original and they were just like oh this probably. is probably like oh they can't yeah. get mad at us why because this is how it was in japan <laughs> yeah yeah i mean uh and and it's funny because like four kids did do a great job with some stuff and then other times they had you going huh um a lot of stuff i loved a lot of stuff i hated i mean they did bring shaman king stateside um there was very briefly the uncensored version of the original Shaman King that Funimation was putting out. And I think they put out like two volumes of three episodes each. And that was it. <laughs> I remember being very disappointed and upset. It was also my first exposure, proper exposure to uh, Ultraman as well was through four kids dub of uh, Ultraman Tiga. No way. Boy, boy, was that a hell of a trip too. I mean, like, there was Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, but that was technically Gridman, which is a spinoff. So uh, I mean, I'll, I'll allow it <laughs> because <laughs> because Gridman and and its U.S. counterpart are great. Yeah, <laughs> and Grid the anime Man. the anime was so good. Oh, I still God. need to I still need to watch those. I mean, I I did get through the entire Ultraman uh, anime series. Uh, so now Gridman is is next on my. Uh, now that I've gotten through Dora Hidoro. Now it's like, okay, what else do I need to like check off the backlog? So uh, I know Joel will be yelling like five, <laughs> at least five other series, but I'm looking at my own personal like tastes and going, uh, well, Gridman and Dadazanon just had like a massive like finale movie in Japan. So no I way. might as well uh yeah, they uh they uh did a uh Gridman movie that summarized that show, Danazanon movie uh that summarized that one. And then uh, they did a massive like collaboration, like finale movie recently. So uh, we'll see if Crunchyroll announces that uh, to come stateside. Crunchyroll or Joel is uh, just talking about Oron Host Club and he doesn't understand why. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now what's going to be really funny is if I say the words Code Geass, and suddenly he pops into the chat. <laughs> I, mean, I said, I, I, I use the, I use the Joel signal. Let's, let's see what happens over the course of this episode. <laughs> no, but, I think it's, uh, <laughs> you have, you have, you know, the, the, the sixties Batman, uh, bat symbol thing, but with like the Gias and, you know, Jibun Woe <laughs> <just> going off, <laughs> but, uh, in, in all seriousness, uh, so, so bringing it 
bringing it back uh, before I start screaming about Gridman, the anime. <laughs> well, <laughs> how uh, good it was. Well, uh, it's, so, it's funny. We we were talking about uh, the whole point of this is, of course, fighting. Yeah. So we're talking combat sports here. So, and of course, we've mentioned uh, and pro wrestling uh, is, is the ultimate combat sport, as we will attest to here at Digital Era Entertainment. Yep. <laughs> um you know and that also includes uh tiger mask double as well uh yep. which was beautiful beautiful oh, chef's kiss anime meets new japan crossover anime <laughs> oh yeah i had fun talking about that because uh, uh right before uh all out 2021 we did a special episode uh where i was basically screaming to joel about wrestling anime for an hour <laughs> <laughs> and needless to say tiger mask got quite its fair share because as you said delicious new japan action um, yeah and 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 for a wrestling anime like they there are different ways that you can interpret pro wrestling across any form of media uh they definitely took the we're going to treat this as a shoot brother <laughs> approach because <laughs> holy hell some of the stuff that happens in that show it's like how are people literally not dying oh wait people sometimes literally die <laughs> it's like well at least they're consistent um and it, uh side note just an excuse for uh nate to take a shot uh there also is wrestling involved in an isekai oh uh, no i know which one you're gonna bring up <laughs> kimono michi yep yep kimono michi fun fact mm -hmm. one of emmy's first named characters um in, in her wow. career yeah yeah uh, she was the little girl who adopts the dog and then gives the dog back oh wow yeah, so kind of an important character in the latter part of the narrative. <laughs> I'm gonna so have to, uh, I'm gonna have to check. Uh, I'm gonna have to check that dub out now. Oh yeah, and it, I, I forget who else was in it, but it was a, a, a pretty solid cast. Like I, I, I was kind of meh on the show in general, but I did go back to uh, to rewatch those episodes uh, to to hear Emmy. Um, but yeah, solid. Uh, that was that was a wild one. And I, I guess that does count for combat sports to an extent because they do hold a wrestling tournament as the climax of the, the series. <laughs> so it does it does weirdly tie into this. Um, but I think one combat sport that and this is part of why I'm glad that Ivan is on with us. Um, of course, boxing has had many legendary uh, uh, anime devoted to it. Uh, it's one of the, it, arguably I enjoy fictional boxing stories much more than actual boxing <laughs> because <laughs> I don't know what it is about boxing fiction that just hits so differently pun mostly uh, not intended. Huh. Uh, <laughs> uh, cause like, I, I'm just going to skim over this so we could talk about the one that I, I know Ivan is just chomping at the bit, uh, to, to bring up. Uh, but Ashita no Joe, which is, mm. you know, more classic one. I, I admit I've only seen very little of it just because so many shows uh, like to, to pay homage to it. Of course, you had Megalobox uh, in recent years. That is essentially a retelling of Ashita no Joe just with, you know, kind of a, I don't know, would you say it's more cyber? It's like kind of a cyberpunk take on, uh, on, on Ashita no Joe. I've never seen it, so yeah, I, I've I've only seen like bits and pieces. I mean, I'd I'd say yeah, it looked kind of cyberpunky from like okay. the little bit that I saw on Adult Swim, like advertised a while back. Um, for for me, like when I thought boxing, I thought of uh, Hajime no Ippo. Yep. Mm. <laughs> so, bar, bar none, one of the one of the best uh, boxing anime uh, ever made. Um, both both subs and dubs uh, are highly recommended. 
Um, before I start screeching about it, uh, <laughs> Ivan, your your thoughts on Hajime no Ippo and how it uh, portrays boxing in anime? Go watch uh, Hajime no Ippo, also known here in the States as The Fighting Spirit. Um, it was one of the uh, anime that Genion, if, I pronounce, if I'm pronouncing that right, uh, got their hands on and did a good job with the, with the dubbing, I will say. But um, if you are a fan of boxing, like if you love the Rocky movies, because we got to talk about Rocky. And and if you enjoyed the Creed movies as well, Creed one is chef's kiss. Go watch that, please. Um, but yeah, no, um, it, of course, it's an anime. <laughs> the punches that these fellas do are uh, very anime dramatic. But um, I love that they... Because when you watch actual boxing, uh, like for the old greats, like um, Sugar Ray Leonard, Muhammad Ali, Tyson, uh, George Foreman, uh, Thomas Hitman Hearns, um, which a lot of the characters borrow moves from. For example, like Ippo himself, he borrows moves. Uh, he borrows Floyd Patterson's uh, gazelle punch. He borrows, uh, well, not borrows. Uh, he learns... Uh, Tyson and Floyd Patterson's uh, signature um, peekaboo style, and it's it's very mm. well done. Um, of course, it's very dramatic. If you've seen a uh, shonen anime before, it's eighty percent talking and then twenty percent action. So, um, wouldn't blame you if you've, for example, if you've watched a lot of Naruto or uh, One Piece, or if you've just been binging that and you're just tired of it. I give it a minute, uh, but it's. Um, it's really good. My bet, my favorite fights are um, between Ippo and uh, Kobashi and uh, Vorg because they're just. Oh, that. Vorg was such a good character. Vor Vorg <laughs> is Vorg is a great character. Those two fights are intense. Uh, if you want your heart broken, watch Ippo versus Date. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, and that's one thing that's like that that Ippo gets right it's we the training montages which by the way this the the anime has a great soundtrack for and i could shriek oh, for days so about good. that um if you want a really good workout playlist watch uh listen to it but it to just very very briefly i'm gonna try to get through this um you feel the characters training you feel their struggles trying to get better stronger etc and you see Briefly, both we stick with Ippo's point of view, of course, but we also see the other side, their opponents and their motives and why they fight very hard. And it's it's you always leave the ring like you did your best, buddy, with the exception of a few characters. But that's in the later seasons, because some of them are just They're jerks, <laughs> did jerks. Um, but yes, watch if you like boxing or want to get into boxing. Hajime no Ippo is the best one. It's actually started as a manga back in the late 80s, and it's still ongoing. I was about to say, it's still running. I can't believe it. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, my like, God. Please, please finish your story. <laughs> please. Don't yeah, we, be like uh, George R. R. Martin and make us like, oh, are you OK? Please finish this. I was going to say, don't 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 give us another berserk. I need to know how how Ippo's story like definitively ends, please. <laughs> yes. Um, power, power of imagination only goes so far. Mm -hmm. But I believe uh, I introduced that show to you as well, Mario. Uh, yeah, it's it's a weird one, too, because like I had heard of it before you sat me down to watch it. Uh, it was 
this is this is just a, qu a quick aside to give you flavor. Um, I remember finding out about it on this random public access anime show that I just stumbled across one day on <laughs> on a weekend, <laughs> like just out of nowhere. And for like the five minutes I saw of it, I'll never forget one of the shows they featured because this was like circa two thousand one. So like the first season of Ippo, I think was just airing in Japan and they focused on Ippo. And I distinctly remember one of the early training montages, as you said, uh, being spotlighted in, in that little feature. And I never forgot it. Cause I'm like, Oh, this looks kind of cool. Who's this little Mac looking dude? <laughs> well, maybe if I ever see it. And then you showed me, uh, the, the, I think it was the first, uh, dubbed disc and I'm like, Oh my God. This is that show that I saw on public access that one time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's kind of cool how that came around. Um, and yeah, uh, just just to give a, an idea, there are technically, I think, three series of it. The first is like a 75, 76 episode run. There's a couple of OVAs and then two standalone uh, sequel seasons that were released years apart. Um, and the last one included an arc that uh, I know some of our our other friends who were fans of uh, of Epo at the time were like, "There's no way they're going to animate this because it's a, a World War II arc uh, flashback for the coach Kamigawa," um, and they straight up end the season with that arc. And I'm like, "Oh, wow, oh, okay, <laughs> it's good. Like it is some good pathos." But yeah. oh, I, I will oh, also like to add that the 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 animation to depict damage especially in the, the latter two seasons. Woof. Yikes. Boxing oh, yeah. is, um, it may look cool, but people get hurt. And this anime does not, pardon the phrase, pull punches. <laughs> so I have to ask this because uh, this is one I felt we had to mention, mm. but I've personally never seen much of it. Um, have either of you seen Grap uh, Baki the Grappler? It sounds familiar, but I don't think so. I saw it ages ago. I know this is a, like one of those things where it's kind of come and gone over the years and like it's had OVAs and it's had proper series. I've seen it at one point or another. Um, it's got a very unique, uh, some might argue ugly <laughs> <laughs> which uh, I, I think is kind of intentional because it. uh, it's it's supposed yeah. to be like very rugged very very yeah. masculine like uh the comparison uh that that i would draw is like it, it kind of the 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 fist of the north star style yep. that kind of took I, over i was in the definitely late 80s. thinking that yeah you know, it was like know, when, uh, similar like jojo arcs one and two yeah, like when when Jojo, you know, saw what Fist of the North Star was doing and said that. <laughs> yeah. But fabulous. Yeah. Meanwhile, Baki the Grappler was like that, but more macho. <laughs> so uh, I, I I feel like uh, I feel like Baki the Grappler kind of took it in that uh uh if if I could describe it in a way, I'd say Seinen. I know Seinen is a genre of just trying to generalize geared towards older male readers. But I think at that point, like they they make their characters look slightly more, quote unquote, realistic and thus more like, you know, I guess, ugly, like and, and less comic-y compared to what you'd see in like, say, Shonen Jumps and stuff like that. And and as a result, that's why you wind up with that, like, that style that you see in like that or uh, Initial D, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, super stylized, somewhat realistic looking faces. And 
but like yeah from from what i've seen of baki like because they've god they've done i i actually had to look it up like baki much like hajime no ipo uh it's one of these things that's kind of come and gone over the years and i'm seeing baki from 2018 uh baki dai hen uh 2020 yeah, I think that was uh what was that the 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 netflix uh yep. baki series both, yeah, yeah both yeah. of those were on netflix but then the one that i'm familiar with the one that i remember seeing was actually dropped back in 2001 and that was 24 episodes and that one was just called baki the grappler yeah uh, yeah in america so i i i swear i saw it on one of those like cable channels late night like uh, maybe it was Netflix or Netflix. No, it might have uh, been uh, Stars because I think Stars was showing I was a thinking. lot of anime. Anna Midnight. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Stars Encore uh, action had they, Anna Midnight. They still feature anime uh, on their their uh, OTT service, but um, huh. yeah, like certainly back in the day for like traditional linear cable uh, outside of Cartoon Network, that was certainly a place. Uh, I, you, you I had the VCR. I had the VCR set every Friday night at midnight to go off. <laughs> As long as the cable box was hopefully still on that channel, I would wind up recording Anna Midnight. Yeah, you know, there you go. Watching, uh, <laughs> watching shows like uh, Blue Seed and Bubblegum Crisis. The things we had to do in the early two thousands. Oh yeah, sweats nervously. Um, <laughs> of course, uh, a lot of a lot of shows did martial arts tournaments because of the popularity of you know the great kung fu movie craze, you know, and mm-hmm. of course what was popular or it was your style at the time. Uh, <laughs> yep. You, you had, uh, of course, Dragon Ball. Yep. Mm-hmm. Literal from Dragon arts. Ball. <laughs> and from Dragon Ball, everybody was just like, for example, Yu Yu Hakusho. I was just thinking Yu Yu Hakusho, like story before we about, got to Dragon Ball. Yeah. <laughs> story about spirit detectives that somehow turned into martial arts tournament, the anime. <laughs> also, hi, hi, my hero academia. How you doing? Hi, Naruto. How you doing with the, uh, yeah. the, the tune-in exams? <laughs> and that could be one episode of Dikai in of itself, just tournament so, uh, arcs. Tournament arcs? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, actually, we did. We did do an episode early on about tournament arcs. <laughs> uh, Specifically, the arcs themselves, uh, like kind of, you know, going through them and well, what, what made them pay note, off. Well, how dare you? Ne- next, uh, next year uh, for March, how about we have a March Madness of uh tournament arcs in a tournament Ooh, <laughs> i love it gauntlet has been thrown down I, <laughs> we gotta make a note of that <laughs> someone someone ping joel <laughs> joel i don't care if you're working <laughs> this is important it's, uh, next it's, march it's, it's important and it's relevant it, it's um, important and relevant because it's about anime <laughs> but yes uh, but yes dragon ball. Uh, dbz and uh well dragon ball specifically because dragon ball had more yeah. tournaments than dbz yeah, like they basically ended every every major arc with actually no, even even after the King Pickle arc, it still ended in a friggin' tournament because the the final martial arts tournament of the series is the big finale between Goku and Piccolo Junior at the Piccolo that we all know and love in Z. Mm. The best dad, uh, yes, <laughs> literally best the best dad. <laughs> so, so also responsible for the greatest phrase of all time. Doesn't make a bit of difference, guys. The balls are inert. See, I thought I, it, I thought it was going to be uh, "Damn you, Pavlov." <laughs> uh, my my other favorite Piccolo line I actually quote frequently because I very often can hear things other people can't hear, 
and have slightly pointed ears. So I always say these pointed ears aren't just for show. <laughs> that was that, that is a pretty iconic piccolo line, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, to, to kind of bring us back to one of the inspirations for this topic, um, you, you brought up how uh, Street Fighter Six is dropping yep. very shortly. Um, and it provided kind of the baseline. Uh, I think we kind of went over this in, in our uh, video game anime episode, possibly episodes plural at this point. <laughs> uh, but Street Fighter themselves are no stranger to having anime adaptations, but they they each take oh, yeah. very different approaches. Uh, I think and now this one I'm a little bit uh, less knowledgeable on because I didn't see it. But Street Fighter V, I think that might be the only one aside from a little bit of the Street Fighter Alpha movie that really dealt with a tournament. And of course, uh, Street Fighter II, the animated movie. But even that, it the tournament is kind of secondary to, you know, the, the main arc, which is, all right, let's go deal with the big bad. Uh, let's go beat up Bison and his cronies and save the world from <laughs> Shadaloo. Okay, let's go beat up this off-brand Shadaloo because this is Alpha. <laughs> okay, let's just go beat up Goki, a.k.a. Akuma, <laughs> because <laughs> shut up, it's an OVA that I paid full price money for and I'm still mad about uh, Street Fighter Alpha Generations, by the way. <laughs> that, that OVA, still mad. I paid full price for that. And I'm like, this is a one-hour OVA, you jerks. <laughs> uh, but even that, no tournament. It's just, you know, Ryu training Sakura is training with them because, you know, we had to have one more character in there and why not? Um, and it's basically just a big showdown between, uh, Ryu and Akuma. Um, but the, the actual tournaments, when we see them, they're very much like grungy underground illegal fights. So it's oh, interesting yeah. to see how that's portrayed. Uh, did either of you see street fighter V the anime by any chance or no? Mm -mm. No, I haven't actually seen I've that one. Kind of stayed away. I, from I, I've Fighter seen World. like the old Street Fighter ones. <laughs> I mean, uh, I was actually thinking about uh, another anime while you were talking about that. That is kind of a combat sport ish anime, but it's more along the lines of just dueling, I suppose. And that's Fatal Fury, the uh, the movie. Yes. Franchise. Oh, that totally counts. Uh, oh, yeah. Technically speaking, that is the King of Fighters tournament King of Fighters that they tournament. are portraying yep. in Fatal Fury. Um, mm. I mean, that's where the, the series Garo, catches its name Mark from. The Wolves. Yeah, because like after a certain point, they stopped calling it, you know, Fatal Fury or, you know, Garo, whatever the hell it was in Japanese. Um, yeah. And they just straight up started doing King of Fighters and making that their their fighting game Madden, <laughs> but but with with cool characters and waifus. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Wait a minute, we're talking King um, of Fighters, and if I mention my, does that mean that that's the RJ summoning phrase? <laughs> yes, yes, it is. <laughs> is RJ going to show up in the chat? RJ, please show up in the chat. <laughs> I mean, like that that that's that's kind of like par for the course with any fighting game anime. Like if if there is a fighting game, there must be an anime, you know, or or. Well, I mean, technically, but the, yes. the interesting thing and why I'm bringing these up, um, not not so much to just, you know, rehash, hey, these fighting games got anime, but specifically how they portray their titular tournaments, uh, you know, Tekken, Battle Arena, Toshinden, those got anime. Um, and I think for Tekken, they they also kind of lightly touch on a tournament, but it's less about the tournament. Uh, to be fair, I don't about, remember like, anything about Toshinden. It's been so long, but I saw it like very early in my anime fandom because I'm like, oh, here. I know that from the PlayStation. I'm going <laughs> to watch the anime. Darkstalkers, 
technically one of the first anime I ever watched alongside mm. Revolutionary Girl Utena. Three guesses, oh, wow. which was the better one of the two. Um. <laughs> um, you know, I'll never forget. Like, I, I, I basically I got Darkstalkers as a palate cleanser for what I mistakenly believe because the VHS cover at the local blockbuster made me think, oh, this is going to be like some super, super girly stuff. I need I need my macho fighting game anime. But boy, was I wrong. <laughs> I was so glad to be wrong. Utena is still one of my all time favorite shows. But Utena I'll also is, never forget. That's just like, <laughs> here's here's the spectrum of anime. Here's really good yeah. anime. Here's. <laughs> an animated movie with things you know and like <laughs> but it's not good um but even dark stalkers the the anime didn't really have a tournament it was just like yeah more narrative uh, tekken, and they has fight i remember i remember seeing tekken at a sleepover at a friend's house in middle school and and just going where's the fighting tournament because <laughs> it was more about like the mishima family and the whole drama with that which I mean, to, to be, be fair, fair that, that is Tekken. that is the bread that is the bread and butter of Tekken. Like that is the story. I mean, like yes, Tekken is the Iron Fist tournament technically, but nobody's playing Tekken for the tournament. They're playing it to find out whatever the hell is going on with the Mishima family bloodline. Who's it's dumping? Like, who's dumping who in a volcano this time? Yeah, <laughs> you know. Me, meanwhile, like uh, not anime because it's Western, but also fighting game and also i wouldn't mind seeing an anime studio actually handle it like it, it would actually be kind of cool to see like somebody like so warner brothers get on the line with trigger oh no mortal Kombat. oh oh boy <laughs> actually well, no they, i wouldn't done, mind i mean they've done that. animated features but they haven't they've done, done animated an features anime, but in not so an anime oh no yeah like, i mean trigger would be a good shout but mm. Oh, true. I mean, who would I feel be the like best there's there's got to be other studios that would handle it better, especially. If, if well, I feel like we'll be here all day, oh, like trying yeah. to think about that. But yeah, um, certainly actually, after certainly after one, Doro Hidoro and Chainsaw Man and Mappa, uh, Mappa. yeah, like they're good for like for, yeah. for all intents and purposes. Yeah, Ma Mappa would freaking <laughs> they'd make a Mortal Kombat anime that would not be able to be released in Japan because Japan gets squeamish about excess score. <laughs> well, one, I, it, get, one gets released online. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, Ivan. Uh, one anime that is, although it is entirely a tournament anime, but it is a combat sport with mechs, uh, Gundam G or G Gundam, excuse me, <laughs> where, you know, um, how did we overlook our, our beloved Gundam, especially Shining off? Finger? Yeah. yeah. G Gundam, G Gundam, aka Gundam Street Fighter. Literally, Pretty look much. at when it was made. This hand look at what of it was mine is burning of. bright. <laughs> look at all the, the vaguely stereotypical choices of yep. character and mecha that they did. They have like the freaking tequila Gundam. I can't the, believe that. I'm like, the, the, oh, the windmill Gundam, the windmill Gundam, yep, the, the noble Gundam, AKA sailor moon Gundam, because that was also popular at the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. G Gundam, AKA we're just cribbing all the popular stuff. The this Gundam is, show. This is Italia <laughs> before Italia. Minus all the, um, revisionist history stuff oh and yet my somehow God. despite everything i just said about the mecha choices <laughs> still less racist yes with Natalia, i think that was that was part of the gag uh, anyway we're not that, getting that, that's the joke <laughs> that's the, uh, yeah. that's the joke yeah, yeah i just remember <laughs> 
in college way back in the year 2003 when it was on, I think, Toonami. My roommate loved it, and I was, I watched it with him, but I would always just be like, why aren't they just shooting each other? I love Gundam, but just, <laughs> just, just start shooting. So, well, that's a tournament. I'm like, hmm, this is ridiculous, but hey, I, I love giant robots punching each other because this was around the time that Big O had come out or was at least airing on Toonami late at night. And I... Mega news! I love that. The first season's amazing. Second season's just absolute... No, just don't. Yeah. <laughs> just it's for, funny yeah. because, like, we, we are literally to blame for the second season because it, it, uh, adult or Toonami, uh, or Cartoon Network in general... Uh, saw the reception they basically commissioned a second season of big o so well, they had to basically had... make up a whole extra season of story it's like oh we were done that... with this but okay sure <laughs> well technically they did leave it open for one but that is that's an episode of dkai there too like oh uh, what happened big to, what happened <laughs> to big o made mistakes were made mistakes you tried made. you tried <laughs> we appreciate that you tried but in a, in could a you try again made, but can you try again please <laughs> and do it better what do you mean, no? St stop walking away. Hey, I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm also just trying to think, because, like, thinking about combat sports and anime, I mean, obviously, again, we have all of our, you know, uh, shonen anime that do their tournament arcs and have their, their, you know, vaguely inspired stuff. But I'm trying to think if there's anything besides something like Baki, okay. which you could argue is more of an MMA-style show. Got like. I feel like there's not that many because they I've, get, get kind of rolled into all of these other uh, shonen action anime. But yeah, go on. I've got two weird ones. One that we didn't get in the States. And now that I've learned about it, I have to track down and watch it. And then the other one I did watch because I am shameless. It was one <laughs> of the few things I watched during my time skip arc. Oh, no. Hey, Joe. <gasps> oh, God. How did we not mention that? We, we talk about that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> because it is the best it is the best unexpected sports anime despite it being turbo etchy <laughs> Wait, because which... that is actually Keijo, something... you know, the, the butt battle anime oh the, the one where they yeah because that is actually something they the portuguese do they do in brazil a that is a, it is a real sport sports <laughs> mind you sports yeah uh, no, we yeah, we talked it's about that one. I think it was, we talked about it in our fan service anime or our fan service episode. <laughs> yeah. We were like, it's super fan servicey, but it also has an incredible sp like if you love sports anime, watch Keijo. It's really good. Ignore all the cheesecake or don't. It's you know, we don't care, but <laughs> it, it has a really good story and the characters are great and it's some of the best sports anime. Yeah. There's just a lot um, of booms and butts. <laughs> but this is the one that I feel like I need to mention because this was done by Production IG. And we somehow did not get this. It was a movie called Kick Heart. I think I vaguely have heard of I this. I feel like I've heard on. of that. Please uh, tell, the tell the tale of the Kick Heart. Here we go. By day. Romeo Maki is a respectable man who loves bringing gifts to the local orphanage. And Juliet is a newly employed nun working at said orphanage. Oh, no. However, by night, they are Masked Man M and Lady S, popular professional wrestlers. Kickheart tells the story of what happens when this dynamic pair meet in the ring, the only place where they can express their hidden desires. So what I'm hearing is... 
Nacho Libre the anime, and possibly more entertaining. I'm sorry, more sports entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) Now that I've learned that Production IG did Romeo and Juliet meets Lucha Libre, (laughs) we need to see this movie somehow. Uh, our, our production IG reps uh, coming coming to Anime Expo <laughs> or Otakon because uh, if so, we need to we need to have some words, set up some meetings. It's like, look, we we it, don't know why you didn't release this, but you need to release I, this. <laughs> I would like to like ask a general question um, for if we're talking about combat sports, would combat racing count? Because uh, Redline certainly. Uh, I mean, Redline's amazing. I I feel like there would need to be more of a a racing anime. Mm. uh, There there would have to be some battling involved, like, you know, weapons on the cars and stuff like that. Which there are. There are. Uh, Yeah. I I mean, it's not, it's not. uh, I don't know. I mean, at that point, we're throwing in Speed Racer because (laughs) (laughs) tell me I'm wrong. Like Must Speed Racer. Goal. I mean, yeah, Speed no, Racer right. is like the, the granddaddy of, of that. Ne- so, never mind. True, then. true. You know what? Let's I, revisit this when Twisted Metal's uh, TV show comes out. Okay. <laughs> because yeah, I feel yeah. like this is this is fertile grounds for a future DJ. <laughs> yep. True, yeah. true. Um, oh, God. What, what, what yeah. other things have been turned into like random sort of combat, like, you know, tournament-y type things, though? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm probably forgetting something that I've seen in anime that I've kind of like glossed over out of boredom going oh boy just another like you know oh. kind of tournamenty training y type thing <laughs> oh boy oh, here i go Sorry. tournamenting again <laughs> oh, wait, uh, very beginning of demon slayer hmm. kind of sort of they didn't know, really that's... fight each other per se but at the I, same that, time they yeah, were and... competing it's not really, and it's not really combat sports. That's just kind of like yeah, a, true, little, a little true. segue uh, for for the narrative. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I mean, you could argue the same, especially for Naruto. That was that was less like, hey, this is this is ninja sports, <laughs> true ninja warrior, um, and it's more <laughs> more of just a narrative convenience. But they played it out like a a proper combat sports anime. True, true. Um, and, and same with the, the dark tournament arc uh, in, in Yu Yu Hakusho. But it, it's like it makes such a tonal shift that you can really consider it a combat sport anime oh, for okay. those arcks. Mm. Um, yeah, no, it's it's tough. Like, I know we're leaving some out. Like, I've touched on... Is the storytelling mechanism the whole style at the time? In JoJo Part 2, when they're going up against the Pillar Men, they kind of, sort of, but not really tournamented it that almost... The way they kind of handled that narratively is how you would expect to see it in a tournament arc without an actual tournament. JoJo's the the, the combat sports anime. <laughs> Look, they've got like three <laughs> fighting games. Let's let let's make this happen. True. <laughs> what what would it be like JoJo Part Ten? Because <laughs> that what they're on they're on Part Nine. They're on Part Nine right, right now. Right? Yes, yeah, so uh, part the JoJo part Ten. Like they just. Yeah, Araki just like pulls a complete swerve on us and he just makes it like a, a straight up combat sports story. <laughs> the next the next Joe Star competing in like the Olympics <laughs> or like legalized street fighter. <laughs> it's yeah. like big old fighting tournament. <laughs> I mean I mean it is hard to talk about combat sports because even in Epo, there are tournaments in there that like they have to do it for some kind of narrative reason. So it's uh, yeah. the two just it, it, crisscross so, and they mesh really well. So it's difficult to just have, um, you know, combat sports in of itself. Like if you wanted 
like I kind of consider, I know this is not really talking about anime specifically, but I'm unaware of any hockey anime because I consider hockey a combat sport. Because I could <laughs> swear that there's a hockey anime. I'm sure you there mentioned is. that, and I'm like, I think there was one. Re- no, there. I think there was one very recently. Uh, I think in the last like two years. I'm just blanking out. I think it was like funny enough. It was a girls' hockey anime. So it was like, what if Love Live but hockey? I'm not even <laughs> yeah, kidding. Actually, I remember yeah, we I were remember. doing. We were doing the, um, the seasonal re- or the seasonal previews, and we're like, "Wait, what? This sounds like Love Live, but hockey." And apparently, the show was not good, so it just kind of like fizzled out, and that's why we forgot aww. about it until now. <laughs> I mean, hockey is ninety percent hockey waifus. punching. <laughs> hockey waifus just oh, punching hockey each waifus. Other. <laughs> Let's see. There was a over. manga. Go Southern Ice Hockey Club was a manga that ran from ninety one to ninety six. Uh, then My Heavenly Hockey Club uh which uh ran from 2002 to 2005 also didn't get animated uh that was a well-known manga artist actually uh that was actually a girl's uh a, a, a shoujo artist who did that one um oh, wow. and then stupina marada uh also a nice hockey manga ran for all of one year six volumes um in young jump i'm having a hard time finding it actually it's it is a very rare sport yeah um mm. and and another one that i, I that this one's really borderline but i'm just gonna throw it out there and at this point you can also like snowball into a bunch of the famous uh american football ones but rugby uh, cause there have been rugby anime and that you could definitely argue that's a combat sport. <laughs> like, Pura ore. Pura ore, pride of orange. That was the girls playing hockey. Thank you. Yeah. Cause I, ah. and, and when did that drop? Cause that felt like it was very recent. 2021 last, thought. So I was like, it was within the last two years. I'm like, I remember sitting here on this show, reading, <laughs> reading the previews and being like, this sounds like love live, but hockey. <laughs> um cool. okay well there there you go um so yeah rugby rugby it's it's up to your interpretation which also means i get to just shoehorn in a mention of one of the greatest filler episodes of anime i've ever seen full metal panic fumofu the rugby episode yeah watch it dubbed it is a freaking yes. gem i have mentioned Fum- it before but any chance i get to mention fumofu that fumofu is, episode <laughs> fumofu is an all-time favorite fumofu. i i mentioned when we were talking about the new type magazine how the full metal panic manga got me interested into the anime and the anime was not a comedy like the manga oh no that no. was published in new type was it wouldn't be until fumofu came out that my mm-hmm. favorite chapter of the manga would make it to anime the one with uh the uh i demand a plain roll <laughs> oh jeez uh, <laughs> that that episode the uh the cafeteria episode um yeah but, full uh, meta panic that's a that that that's like some whiplash some if you are not aware like it, you watch the serious the, that's the thing it's like the animes that are the mainline ones are super serious but the manga is more like fumofu <laughs> yeah i yeah. wish franji was here because i believe she's a she's a big full metal panic fan as well <laughs> it's, 
um, uh, FOMO, FOMO. Um, but I, 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 I digress. And I, I realize we should probably start uh, wrapping it up for this episode, yeah, but uh, yeah. there we go. combat um, sports, watch FOMO. <laughs> anime. <laughs> Ruggerman. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, Utena, Utena technically falls in line somewhat as a, uh, combat you know sport what? because and, it's fencing and let's go with that because and by proxy which from mercury, mercury also <laughs> <is> mercury <laughs> dueling it's fencing it's very uh, fancy fencing anime that's that's yeah, what yeah, it is no, that's except true. the other one is fencing anime that takes everything we loved about g gundam but also makes it iron-blooded orphans <laughs> <laughs> there we go we brought it back to contemporary stuff so it's not just like the olds talking about old stuff <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> All righty. Well, as you've heard, folks, uh, this is combat sports and tournaments. They just mesh too much. Stop that tournaments. You get <laughs> go to your art corner and stay over there. But anyway, thank you so much for joining us today. <laughs> you were saying. No. OK, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Um, we are going to be doing our um, happy hour soon in about um, 20 or so minutes. We're going to be playing some golf with friends uh, and golf battle. Golf battle. We're definitely going to have more golf battle. And, and that's when Cam isn't here to cause uh, chaos. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, to be fair, it's golf with friends. Uh, chaos happens naturally. <laughs> it's, it's like life. It finds a way. <laughs> <laughs> Very, very true. Well, thank you again for joining us. Uh, I'd like to thank the sponsor of this uh, stream. That's Image Anime over at ImageAnime.com. We have a code for you to use while you are perusing their wares. That code is DeeseCountShip. That's D-E-E-S-C-O-U-N-T-S-H-I-P for free ground shipping on in-stock orders over 100 bucks, and they ship all across the United States, which is a pretty great deal. Also have our own merch store beyond. Uh, so if you are feeling uh, generous beyond giving us a follow so you won't miss any more of our content, as well as possibly a subscription via... Uh, here on Twitch, whether the the free one from Amazon or or not, we have our own merch store as well at stream store.streamelements.com slash digital entertainment. I swear I can read. <laughs> and then lastly, I'd like to give a uh, the link to our upcoming visual novel wrestling game. We have our own combat sport game coming out. Combat sports! <laughs> combat sports. It's not going to be combat so far. <laughs> we're working on it. <laughs> <laughs> we're working on it. We have, yeah, we have, we have depictions it. of combat, and uh, that, that'll be for a future wrestling episode <laughs> when we want to talk more about wrestling and anime. <laughs> the trailer for our upcoming Kokoro no Pro is in the chat right now. So yes, uh, We'll be back in just a couple of minutes for Golfing with Friends Happy Hour. Stay safe, stay sane. We will see you very shortly here on Digital Era Twitch.